You are listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm also Emily. And it has been a minute. <laughs> it For has me, been. mostly. But uh, we have lots of sports to talk about. So we do. Busy time. It's, I mean, it's a, a lot has happened. I mean, like, we had bowl games. We got, um, in terms of college football, um, I mean, even the playoff has wrapped up. It was the holidays, so... Um, we were doing the things that most people are doing it during the holiday time, spending time with family and not spreading COVID. We love it. Um, <laughs> so it has been a hot second since we've given a sports update. Um, and again, the ch- college football um, championship has happened and all the bowl games leading up to it. I would just like to say I'm just real mad that it wasn't Michigan and Cincinnati in this game. Really? Just for yeah. something different, or yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It would like I don't really have anything against Alabama or Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have my normal vendetta against the SEC because it represents just the big guy always winning. Mm-hmm. So of course, I don't love it. But like in general, I don't really have any like feelings towards Alabama and Georgia that warrant me being like I want you to lose. Mm-hmm. But I did want to see something new with Michigan and Cincinnati. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, I am glad that Georgia ended up winning for sure. Just, again, something different. <laughs> just changing it up a little bit. Yeah. Just add some spice. But, I mean, it's still the same game that happened three weeks mm-hmm. prior in the SEC championship. Yeah. So It was uh, a fun game to watch, though, I thought. Uh, I boycotted the game. <laughs> that's, that's how annoyed I was. I was, like, the principle of it. I'm very much, I mean, at this point, folks i would assume know that it's all about the principle of it for me and Mm -hmm. it's two sec teams and what is supposed to be like just the holistic college football championship game and i'm like alabama won the sec championship so i think the alabama should have if they were going to be in the championship it should have been them Mm -hmm. and then georgia lost so like sorry um i i just don't love the structure of how it happens like this where it ends up being you know, the top five teams are all in like two conferences. That seems wrong yeah. because one of those teams has, has beaten the other team. If your conference is actually playing games against each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely boring that way. But until they expand the playoff, I don't really anticipate that changing. But no. And then I think it's just like next year, I'm sure Alabama will stay really highly ranked and then Georgia I don't know how I feel about Georgia they're is it their defensive coordinators going to Oregon to be their head coach oh I didn't realize that yeah actually that sounds right yeah and so that could make a difference um I don't know how impactful but I, I mean like Nick Saban has offensive and defensive coordinators just like coming in and out and they're going to other schools. And like, if you are wanting to be a head coach, you go and you coach under Nick Saban. And so like that, he's like turned Alabama into a machine for both players and coaches. But I don't know if Georgia is exactly the same in that. Yeah. I don't know. No one's no one's exactly like Nick Saban, I guess. No, no, but. he he's doing something. Like, I 
I would love to be a fly on the, on the wall for a season <laughs> in that program. <laughs> yeah. Just like from a organi- organizational like psychology standpoint, even mm-hmm. just how is this working? How is this, how does he stay so efficient? Like at season to season where so many like players leave so many coaches, like how are you maintaining a very consistent level of performance? Yeah. It's kind of mind boggling. A little bit. So I don't know. Next season, I'm hoping a Pac-12 team can do what none of them have managed to do in a minute and go <laughs> to the, <laughs> the final. Um, I'm wondering if USC will finally do something having Lincoln Riley, but I highly doubt it. Mm, yeah, I wouldn't count on that either. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Well, being a homer, I will absolutely all next season be like, I hope a Pac-12 team pulls it off, but I will also <laughs> be like the Pac-12 plays itself every mm-hmm. season. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I used to, so you said the game was fun to watch. I saw the score at the end of halftime and it was really low. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it was fun to watch just in that Alabama didn't win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A&M fans agree with you there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was, it wasn't a blowout, but no, Georgia definitely kind of ran away with it there at the end, but like the fourth quarter was obviously the defining factor, but yeah. I mean, until August, we're kind of done with college football. Mm-hmm. drafts coming up in a couple months which i don't feel ready for that to be happening mm-hmm. um just like anything moving forward i'm like oh we're back at this again and it's just it's coming up faster and faster how that's how it feels every year is like oh we're back here again yeah. um and we'll see but this will be the final college football chat until probably august when People are back for fall camp mm-hmm. and there's unrealistic rankings happening. And somehow the University of Texas is once again ranked in the top 25 for no good reason after going five and seven. Yeah. Um, sorry to the Texas fans listening, but like, you know, that that's going to happen. Your team's going to be ranked and the rest of us are going to be like, what? Um, I will say, I hope Baylor is fairly ranked going into the next season. Um, they had a really good season this year of big 12 teams in football. And that was fun to, that's a lie. I'm not going to say that was fun to see (laughs) because I don't really care for Baylor, but it was fun to see a big 12 team or yeah, a big 12 team that was doing really well. It was fun to see in the big 10, like Michigan. I I don't care for Michigan either, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it like, it was fun to see them do really well. Um, And so I'm hoping next season, like the rankings kind of reflect these teams that, I don't, I feel, it feel it feels weird saying that Michigan's an underdog, but they kind of get put on like a second tier when you're talking about Big Ten teams, when you're talking about like Ohio State, because they just kept losing to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Big Ten was a super competitive conference this year, so I hope that that 
carries through to next year just so it's a little more balanced and not SEC heavy and Texas and Oklahoma. Yep. Who will soon be part of the SEC. But we've now entered peak college basketball time, which I know you're excited about. Yes. Um, Things are, you know, we're, we're getting closer and closer to conference tournaments, which means closer to March Madness. Um, and I don't know, maybe it's still too early to know who's legit at this point, but it, it seems like we have a decently good idea. Yeah. So um, still some surprises here and there that make you question things. I have like slight trust issues with Baylor right now. Um, <laughs> Fair. But... You know, I don't know. Just maybe that first game this week, they just got on their heads from the loss, and then you know that rolled into this, their their next game. I don't know. But if you had to pick right now, who you think uh, are the three best overall teams? Who would you pick? I definitely am gonna say Gonzaga <clears throat> because. Well, for obvious reasons, right? Like, I would always say that Gonzaga is, like, a top three team. And they're for sure, like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they're going to the tournament. They're, like, going to do, w- like, very well in the WCC. And so that's a team that I'm like, all right. they And they had their two losses, but they've kind of, like, shaken that off. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like after they have been really strong in the last couple of weeks. And so I, that's like a given to me. And I'm sure that like makes you a little bit like, oh, because nothing is ever set. And Mm -hmm. when it comes to like your own team, you never want to be like, yeah, it's set in stone because like that's when your team starts just like losing every game. Yeah. Um, And I'm sure Baylor fans, they were like, Baylor's the best. We're doing really well in football. We're doing well in basketball. We're doing well in like everything, but then they drop those games. And I don't think that they're like frauds. I think they're tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think that could definitely be. Um, And just going back to Gonzaga, um, while Baylor kind of their last couple games have been rough for them. Gonzaga is kind of trending the other way where, they're they seem to really be coming together offensively and so that kind of is you know giving me like encouraging me I guess about how I feel about them uh this season so far I have not felt nearly as confident in their ability to win games as the team last year Mm -hmm. just because um they're not as good from three and they just I don't know it's just a different team I felt a lot more confident in last year's team game to game. Um, but still they're doing very well, obviously. Yeah. Um, for me, I would say Auburn and Gonzaga, I feel confident about, you know, being in that kind of top, top category. And then like, if I had to pick three teams, my third team would be between Arizona and Baylor. Um, Arizona. Arizona has been doing really well lately, so that's understandable. They've had a good They good have. Season. Yeah, they've only lost one game. Um, and Baylor's obviously lost two now. But I guess I have – with Arizona, my issue is that I don't ever fully trust Pac-12 teams. <laughs> Fair. And, uh, 
and with Baylor, like felt very confident about them until this past week. And now it's like, well, I don't know. Um, still very confident, but questioning things more so a little bit. So that's, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. I, oh my God, you having a trust issues with a PAC 12 team. <laughs> my soul. Oh my God. Um, I mean, Arizona has their 4-0 in Pac-12 play, but uh, I feel like they're going to lose to a team that they have no business losing to <laughs> in the Pac-12. They're going to lose to, like, I don't even know, Oregon State out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. But, but they'll, like, dominate USC, and I I see it just, man... <laughs> I see them doing really well against UCLA and USC who are like also ranked, but then I see them just being really ridiculous because that's the PAC 12 against Oregon state Mm -hmm. Um, or Colorado, but I don't, I don't feel as like, Oh, I can't believe you lost that game when teams lose to Colorado. Um, The Buffs surprise teams like every season. Mm -hmm. So I could see that happening. Yeah. They have uh, UCLA this week, and then uh, USC as well, and then they have a game against Oregon coming up. Um, But I think this week will be kind of telling for them. It's like just in terms of of whether or not they rise to the occasion with those games this week. Yeah, because even with USC and UCLA are ranked lower than Arizona right now Mm -hmm. as of – Monday the 17th, um, but uh, that doesn't, the, the rankings mean nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, I could, again, those could be, those could be blowouts or they could be close and it's just, uh, the Pac-12 just leaves you guessing. <laughs> Always does. <laughs> How are you feeling about Purdue? I know you texted <sighs> the group. We have a group chat and Emily texted it about Purdue. And are you still kind of like on the fence about them? Yes. Um, okay. Well, I have slight trust issues with Baylor. I most definitely have trust issues with Purdue. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, they beat Illinois in overtime, double overtime today, which is good. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, they beat Penn State by seven points. Lost to Wisconsin, not a bad loss. Um, the the loss to Rutgers and taking NC State to overtime is kind of where I'm a bit nervous. Again, that was back in December, so maybe it's not as relevant anymore. But um, I think they're more beatable in a tournament situation than maybe a team like Auburn. Okay. You see that. So. I think they'll have a good run mm-hmm. in the tournament, but I don't see them winning it. Oh, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> like, it's like, they just can't like get there right like they stay pretty strong they look pretty okay they have some games that they shouldn't have lost or they play questionably against teams that they shouldn't but 
I I think that they're going to have like a pretty okay run and then it'll all come crashing down against mm-hmm. an Auburn or an Arizona. Yep. Or even a Loyola. Mm-hmm. Which would suck. Mm-hmm. For Purdue. I have nothing against Loyola or Purdue. These are two teams that I am Switzerland towards. Mm. <laughs> like the Boilermakers. That's I just know Purdue has a bunch of engineering students and Loyola. I know someone who went to college there and she's like, Oh yeah, it was super cool. Sister Jean. And I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is so cool. And she's like, Yeah, it was really weird all when all of a sudden people knew about this. <laughs> She's like, I was just trying to get out of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else in the college basketball world? Um, Wyoming is surprisingly doing okay. I almost mm. want to like block off the Mountain West Conference champion or like the playoff, not playoff, but um, conference tournament. Yes, thank you. Uh-huh. It's like the tournament, what goes in front of it, conference tournament. <laughs> I'm like, I've never been to Vegas, and that would be the only reason I would want to go to Vegas is to see Wyoming. And I could be wrong about the location, but I feel like it's always in Vegas when they do the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And so I'm like, man, that'd be fun. Go watch them play. They aren't trashed this year. Like, they've actually been winning. And so um, I don't don't know if I think that they're going to go to – the NCAA tournament, but I think next year they should be a team that gets in from the mountain West. And so that's just, that's my Homer plug of the evening is, you know, keep an eye on Wyoming folks. I like it. Yeah. And steep sticking with, uh, Wyoming, uh, yes. the Buffalo Bills <laughs> beat the Patriots Saturday night. And not just like slightly like, beat them. Yeah. Crushed them. Yes. I it was great to see. I loved it a little too much. Um, and I could not watch this game and I was so mad. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, this game overlaps with something that like was not non-negotiable. But I, you know, I've seen the highlights, I've gone back and I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so a Patriots fan was updating me about the game because they were like, Oh, are you gonna watch this game? And I'm like, no, I can't. And they're like, okay, well, I'll just tell you what's going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, keep me updated. And so it, it was like art. Like, nothing makes me happier than when the Patriots lose. And, um, God, I love it when they lose to the Bills. Because <laughs> I love the Bills. Oh, I just, I'm feeling a lot of very positive feelings towards the NFL this weekend. Um, all because of this. But... With that, I do know it wasn't a great time for other people. Raiders fans, bummer, dude. Um, lost to, you know, the Bengals won, which, like, I like Joe Burrow. So mm-hmm. I think that's fun that the Bengals beat the Raiders. Uh, see, I, w- I was, like, fine with it, I guess. Well, I mean, there was the officiating issue, but then Joe Burrow's press conference afterwards with his stupid glasses, and then he was asked, what, I don't know, they were asking him if they thought they were going to win the game or something, and he just kind of, like, he had this smirk on his face, and he was just so confident. It's like, dude, you won by seven points on something that was a little bit questionable. I don't know. I just didn't really like it. He just seems very cocky and 
I I've changed my tune about him. Maybe that's my hot takes that Ooh. I'm out on Joe Burrow, but <laughs> I mean that's fair. That's why people don't like Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's because he's just a little too full of himself and too self-involved. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's fair. Um, I assume you were a little bummed when the 49ers beat the Cowboys. Um, actually, to the contrary. What? I know. Who am I? Um, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because, like, the Seahawks and Niners, it's, it's not really a rival. I mean, I shouldn't say that. It is a rival, I guess. But um, it is not at all the same as it was um, when Colin Kaepernick was playing for the Niners um, and when the Seahawks were kind of at their best. That that was a different time. Now I don't feel as strongly against the Niners and it's just kind of nice to see the Cowboys lose. <laughs> there was a little conflicted because I do like Kellen Moore, but um, yeah. That might be your hot take. That, being yeah, sure. happy to see the Cowboys lose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The Niners are good. Also the Seahawks are the only team in our division that did not make the playoffs this year. So that's a bummer. There's that. Well, is it a rebuilding year? Next yeah. year, they'll be better? I hope next year is better, but we'll see how the offseason shakes out. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Uh, much to my chagrin, I don't know if it's to your chagrin, the Buccaneers beat the Eagles. Oh, definitely to my chagrin. Um, was not pleased that that was a blowout either. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I was like, man... And not that, like, I care for the Eagles in, at all. Yeah. Like, they're just another team to me. But I was like, man, the Buccaneers won. And I guess I do love a little bit that, like, Patriots fans were, like, sad slightly. Because they've all kind of hopped on the Buccaneers bandwagon because of Tom Brady and Gronk. But I'm sure it would have been better for the Patriots. They would have liked it better if the Patriots had been the winning team, not the Buccaneers, this weekend. Um, and... Yeah, I I got like a little bit of happiness out of that, but then I was also like, man, I don't want to see the Buccaneers go to the Super Bowl, and I think they, I think they will, um, because mm. they play whoever wins the Cardinals Rams game, right? And I just, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I have a lot of confidence there. Yeah, I think it kind of depends on how tonight's game shakes out. Yeah. If one team's dominant, then I'll feel more confident. But if it's a close game, maybe not. Yeah. Who are you pulling for in it? The Cardinals or the Rams? The Cardinals. Okay. Yeah. It's, I'd like to see them do well. I have nothing I mean, against them. The Rams have Vaughn Miller, so I don't know. But overall, the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then the Chiefs beat the Steelers. I'm, you know, the Chiefs were pretty shaky at the beginning of the season. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they bring the shakes back this weekend, um, or like next weekend when they play in the divisional round. But good for them beating the Steelers because I don't want to see the Steelers win. <laughs> see, that's another hot take, I guess. As a Steelers fan, again, this is very. Like, who am I? But I kind of, and I 
I do not like Big Ben. Um, yeah, no. But I was kind of maybe I just wanted it to be a close game, but just to make it more interesting. But that's fair. I'm just I'm also starting to grow tired of the Chiefs, even though I think they're a relatively likable team. They're like the most likable team, minus their except for Broncos Native American guy at the beginning of the game. Yeah, and if you're a Broncos fan, then probably not. But um, uh, I am not a Broncos fan. Very happily, <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> it's it's tough on these streets. I see Broncos fans looking real sad, and I'm like, nope, could not be me. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. Well, anything else on the NFL front? Well, I mean, with the divisional round coming up this coming weekend, starting on Saturday, um, are you taking the Bengals or the Titans? I think the Titans. Same. And I'm pulling for them because they yeah. like, were low-key just beating everyone this year, and it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have, nothing, I have nothing against them. Yeah, no. And I just like to see new teams do well, so... New teams, as in teams that haven't been good for yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, I, I think that's, um, but. and it, it's kind of unfortunate that it's both the Bengals and the Titans because, like, neither team have been exceptional mm-hmm. in, like, recent years, but it's cool that at least one of them is going to make it um, yeah. to the conference championship. Um, 49ers Packers. I'm very interested who you're pulling for in this one because I feel like you don't like either team. I do not. Um, and I am pulling for the 49ers. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and then the Bills Chiefs on Bills. Sunday. That's I'm oh, that's my game of the week. I'm so excited. I might even try to make it over to the Bills bar here in yeah, Austin, depending on how or uh, yeah. do they have a Wyoming bar? there um no No. but there is a bar downtown that like one of the owners went to or is from wyoming is from cheyenne okay and so they like when wyoming has alumni events they do it there this was pre-covid so Mm -hmm. it's a different world but the lavaca street bar but uh, really anywhere if wyoming is playing on tv Mm -hmm. um if it's not like a big bar like you know texas isn't playing or um any texas team that people care about usually you can get into the bar and ask them to put on the wyoming game like there's a place that me and my roommate go called pine house pizza and um we've gone and watched wyoming games there again pre-covid so like it's a different world but hopefully by like this fall Mm -hmm. (laughs) we can go watch wyoming games again um, but it is, I, I'm sure at this bar, it's called Nickel City, where they put, it's like a Buffalo Bills bar. They would play That'd Wyoming be because of, yeah, it would be, it'd be nice. They have cheese, fried cheese curds. Mm. I, I need I, to figure out how to make cheese curds without, uh, flour. Um, without coconut flour. flour. Mm. Coconut flour is a pretty good consistency because I think when you make like coconut shrimp, you can mm-hmm. use coconut flour. My parents did it this weekend. They used coconut milk, coconut flour, and like coconut flakes and fried it. Fried it. Hmm. And they were like, this is great. Good Very coconut <laughs> yeah. Good to know. So, for those of you looking for gluten-free fried <laughs> foods. Uh, yes. You if know. you want to be unhealthy, you still can yeah. be. <laughs> oh, yes. There's still many options. Yes. Uh, definitely. <laughs> um, 
I saw a Wyoming like reusable grocery bag in Safeway in Denver the other day. And I was like, hmm, I almost bought it to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Except I already have too many that I never use. Well, I shouldn't say never use, but I never need more than one of them or two of them at once. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's um, it's funny that it was in I know. Denver. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> oh, go Pokes, yeah. you know. Let's hope that their football season is better next year than it was this year. Yeah. Um, uh, continuing on the gluten-free train, um, luckily wine is gluten-free, but um, I've been, instead of beer, trying to find uh, – canned options um and i've been trying some different ciders hard ciders um so my wine slash cider slash seltzer of the week <laughs> is from <laughs> stem ciders which you and i have actually been to before yes um it's like in lafayette which is between boulder and denver basically um mm-hmm. and yeah so it's like a colorado cidery whatever and they have one that's called off dry. So it's like not super sweet, pretty dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they have a edition where some of the money from purchases of this specially designed can go to the Denver Zoo. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, and it's got basically the wrap on it is a bunch of different animal animals and it's like not pictures of animals. It's a graphic design thing, um, but it's really cute. And so that's why I bought it, but very good also. Um, what is your pick this week? Um, so my pick is a punch that had champagne in it. Um, so we got the cork in there slash wine, um, but it was a like tequila sunrise type punch with mm-hmm. um, obviously tequila, pineapple juice, grapefruit juice, orange juice, um, and then champagne in it, which made it, it was nice because it made it less sweet. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I need, like, this is perfect. Drinks like this are, like, excellent party drinks now that we're, like, kind of getting to a place where, you know, you can see people again a little bit easier. And that is, um, that is my pick for a group setting. Um, you didn't say your game of the week. Oh, UCLA CU. Sorry. Oh, that should be a good basketball game. Yeah. So um, let me just double check here. I don't want to misspeak. But yeah, so on Thursday, CU plays uh, number 16 USC. That's a home game. And then on Saturday, uh, they play UCLA at home. So busy week for the Buffs. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think the following week is when the Oregon game got rescheduled too. So, and Oregon's kind of uh, a surprising team this this month. Well, I hope CU wins all the games. They, I, I mean, Oregon just beat UCLA in overtime. Whew. So. Oregon is like a pretty strong program though. Overall, yes. Um, and then they only lost to Baylor by eight last month. So, that's another, yeah. that's a tough, tough uh, little schedule for them here coming up, but I, hopefully it'll be fun to watch. Hopefully they keep things close. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, 
don't, they, they are having like a pretty good start. Their women's program is having an excellent start. Oh yeah. My gosh. Oh, we should have talked about that. So they were the, the last undefeated team in college basketball. And then they just lost to number two Stanford at home, but it was yeah. a very close game. Yeah. So the, the buffs, like that women's team, I mean, they were pretty okay. Like they've been good the last couple of years, but it's like they're on another level this season. It's awesome to see. The Pac-12 is a stacked conference for women's basketball to begin with. Um, but that the fact that they kept it close with Stanford, that's big. Mm-hmm. That's man. Stanford's definitely like going to be a favorite to win the tournament. Yeah, they're oh. always great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are, and it's it's so it's good. The buffs are are getting there um, with Jr. Yep, and her coaching staff. Um, man, I feel like there were a lot of hot takes in the sports updates. There were, which is kind of funny because coming into this, I was like, I don't have a hot take on my mind per usual, and then it seems like there's always one or two that comes up. So nothing like wild card weekend to bring it out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the NFL in general. It's true. It's very true. The NFL sometimes is a little out of pocket with what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any personal plugs? Uh, I don't think so. Just thanks for bearing with us as we na- navigate these busy and challenging times. <laughs> for real, for real, for real. Um, mostly bearing with me but <laughs> no i mean like it, it's it's not just you it's 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 weird that it's like it's busy and it's like oh it feels like last week was december but it wasn't mm-hmm. it just it's bananas and everyone i talk to is like feeling this yeah i'm like what is mercury in retrograde again mm-hmm. i don't know i need to call someone who understands that yeah and figure it out why everyone's had like everyone's <sighs> life is on fire a little bit yeah i don't know Mm, it's it's weird um my plugs are the usual list of the tailgate society podcast we are sponsored by revelton whiskey um if you live in iowa and you like whiskey mm-hmm. you should go there i uh, that i personally don't care for whiskey and iowa is cold so i will not live there <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm i'm very much against it um so yeah uh those are all of the things i have this week how about you that's about it yeah all right thank you all for listening we'll talk to you soon if you have any bigger than sports stuff send it our way you know we love a feel-good story emily and emily sports and courts